Hey there, it's Dallas Travers, your host here at Coaches on a Mission. This show is for values-driven coaches who want to find clients with authenticity. They want to become more visible to build their lists, and they're ready to expand beyond one-to-one coaching with confidence and a little grace. So if you don't already subscribe or follow this show, please do that now. It's such a helpful way to show your support. With that, my guest today is Darcy Warden, who teaches people in midlife the rising phoenix method, and this helps them gain clarity about what's next so that they can enthusiastically step into new possibilities to create the next chapter of their life. So Darcy is in an all-too-familiar season of her business. She's willing to put in the work. There's no question there, and she really wants to do it right. Darcy's also feeling a lot of pressure to be further along than she actually is right now in her business. So one part of her wants to honor where she's at while the other part is judging her progress as too slow or not enough or just flawed in some way. So there is friction for sure. I wonder if this sounds familiar. I have definitely been there. I think as online business owners, we can all feel this way from time to time. Well, Darcy and I talked through this friction she was feeling to design an aligned plan to help her feel the way she wants to feel so she can work hard and honor the natural progression every business takes. So we got there by first exploring how Darcy shows up for her clients. In her words, she holds them in unconditional positive regard. So then I invited Darcy to hold her business in unconditional positive regard. From there, we came up with five steps she could follow in order to find that sweet spot between pushing and allowing success to come. Here's what our plan looked like. Step one, clarify your one-year vision. What does success look like just 12 months from now? Step number two, give your business a voice. If your business was a person, what is it asking for? Step three, Dig deep to define what specifically your business's needs actually look like. And then step four, make that picture concrete by connecting a tangible action to each business need. This was such a creative and intuitive conversation. I hope you'll follow along. So like Darcy, you can hold your business in unconditional positive regard. Let's have some fun. Hi there, Darcy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me, Dallas. I look forward to this conversation. I think for both of us, the conversation we're about to have is different than the one we thought we were going to have when you signed up for this. So I'm excited to see where this leads us. Before we get started today, can you just, you're almost 90 days in to being in the hive. So how has that 90 day journey been for you so far? It's been amazing, honestly, for a couple of reasons. So I really got grounded in through the material and the modules and the hive. I really got grounded in my dream client power statement, which I was struggling with until I came in. I didn't even know I had a signature system and that was revealed and I really grounded myself in that and I feel really good about it. And I'm in client surge now and I've just, you know, I brought on one new client yesterday. So that's Yay. exciting. And and I have to say it's it's a roller coaster and I'm a big fan for personal growth. And yeah. this is it, right? I am <laughs> <laughs> right. personal growth, like really being aware of my emotions and my thoughts as I'm going through this, being aware of, of how vulnerable it is to start a business. And to mm-hmm. ask for help, and and I have an amazing accountability buddy because of the hive. So we meet once a week, and we're accountable to each other, but we're also cheerleading each other on. And it's a whole new community that I needed. And oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so I just have to thank you for creating this container because it's supporting me for sure. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, you know, I talk about this often, but. In particular, if what you're building is a service-based business, where you, you're the face of the business, right? There's no way around it. Ultimately, with coaching, I don't care 
how great a track record you have or how solid your system is. People hire you because you are their coach, right? And you're right. That is really vulnerable. And unlike some personal growth journeys where you can spend a lot of time only looking inward, Mm -hmm. the personal growth journey of building a business requires you to grow in front of people, (laughs) which is so uncomfortable. So I really relate to what you shared. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great though. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm moving along. So you are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is the best way for us to spend our time together today? In other words, if you walked away with a concrete result or plan or thing in your hands, what do you want to walk away with? I, I'm going big, Dallas. I want a vision of my successful business. Yeah. I feel like I don't have that North Star. I just know I want to coach. Yep. Yes. But what does a successful business look like? Yeah. Great. And what does it look like for you? Yeah. Because what it looks like for you is totally different from anyone else. One thing I've observed about you and how you show up, tell me if this feels aligned for you. You are a very good student. There's no lack of work ethic on your part. So for you, like you got a worksheet for me, I'm going to do the worksheet, <laughs> right? I got a call to show up to. Yes, I'm going to show up to that call. And so Sometimes the story I'm making up about that, Darcy, is it makes sense that you don't yet have a vision for your business because you've never been there before. So there's zero frame of reference, right? And it's sort of like when we took our daughter to Hawaii the first time, she just didn't know at all what that would be like. And I kept telling her, don't worry, it's going to be better than what you can imagine because she'd never seen tropical birds before. So like try to imagine them and it's just going to be better, right? So you don't have a frame of reference and you're so good at taking the little steps. I wonder if you've gotten, I don't want to say overly, but so focused on the process that it's actually blocking you from seeing the bigger end game. Does that all feel aligned? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see where this conversation takes us. Okay. I also tend to be someone who feels more comfortable in the how than in the what. I'm great with the why, too. You're the same, Mm -hmm. right? Like the why is really strong. And the, the how I can get behind because I like feeling productive. I definitely like feeling in control. So focusing on the little steps in front of you me gives me that deeper sense of control, even though it's a lie. Uh, And then the what can get kind of foggy for me. So when I realize I need to reconnect to the bigger vision, the first question I ask is, what does it look like? I think that's too big a question to start with. So let's describe what it looks like in various avenues or arenas of your business. Okay. Before we do that, can you just talk to me a little bit about why it is you feel called to do the work that you do? I feel the profound impact of connection. So mm-hmm. holding space for someone, being witnessed with unconditional positive regard is a healing space. And it's a space for creativity and it's a space for opening up and it's a space for transformation. And that space has been held for me and it changed my life. Yeah. And that is what I hope to share and offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I do. Yeah, you really do. So if we held your business in unconditional positive regard... What would that experience be like for your business? So I'm not asking about for you, but for this entity, right, for your business, what would it be like for your business to be held in that same way? Mm. Oh, this feels very <laughs> woo-woo a little bit, but it feels, <laughs> this is what's coming. Okay. It would... I would allow it to take shape the way it desires. Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Which All right. doesn't, so, I don't know, mm-hmm. doesn't seem like that helps me. Well, let's find out. Okay. But sometimes with these open-ended, deeper coaching questions, they don't lead us. Like they don't necessarily make forward motion. They, they take us deeper, right? And then more questions get to be asked. Mm. So we're going to play. Let's get a little, let's get even more woo here, Darcy. Imagine your business had a voice that you could hear and understand. What shape does it want to take? It, wow, groups are coming to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the power of community and group. Um, it's also, it is one-on-one, that really powerful connection listening, asking, reflecting. And there's, you know, the shape of it also is movement and breath and acknowledging and accepting. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So on a scale of one to five, right? Stick with me here. You just described like the shape of the services in the business in a way, right? I want to make sure the business also feels it is being served in the same way. So when we think about your business as a thing, a living, breathing being, on a scale of one to five, how much is it being immersed in a group or a community? Like How satisfied would your business be with the community it's surrounded by? That's the question. Yeah, I think your community is helping that a lot. Okay. Um, the hive is giving energy and life to my business. God, that's a really great question. The other piece that comes to me is I can't do it all by myself. I'm I I'm trying. I've got one amazing person helping me right now on social media. But there's other aspects. I feel like in order for my business to feel that support and in that community, I feel like I need more help. Got it. Interesting. So you're in the hive. There's a big community, right? But your biz, the 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 people in your business, it doesn't feel like a community yet because it's you and a social media VA. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna make an action list for us here, and there's no schedule, right? So we're going to, all right, congratulations, Darcy, your business is 90 days old and now you're going to go hire someone. Okay. We don't have to do it that way, but let's get really clear on what the business needs in order for you to feel really clear about that it's taking the shape it's meant to. Mm -hmm. All right. So we need to build community inside the business. All right. So hiring someone, I'm going to write an admin VA, someone who's in the day-to-day operations a little bit more than you, Mm -hmm. then often they're silo doing a great job, but really working independently with social. Does that feel good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You talked about one-to-one, right? So there was this real sense of connection and community. You've got community from the outside coming in to the business, but now you realize you need community inside the business coming out. Yep. Got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Movement and breath. How much does your business feel like it's getting movement and breath? Not much right now, right? Okay. Very, oh, client search. Yeah. Oh. Don't scare people away from client search, Darcy. You know? <laughs> it's amazing, but it's very focused. <laughs> yes. And there's, yes, yeah, and it's, okay, let me whip out my laptop and get to work today. So what would movement and breath for the business look like? Mm. I think reaching out. You know, what comes to me is there's a networking, there are little networking opportunities in my community. And Mm -hmm. it's like just reaching out, stretching, movement, breath, stretching, (sighs) reaching out. Yes, got it. And maybe being less strategic. If you think about stretching, is there really a right way to stretch? We stretch in a way that feels good, right? So inside the hive, there's all this talk about 
joint partnerships and lead magnet swaps, and we can get maybe overly strategic trying to find the perfect match. And what I'm hearing you say is there could be a space for that. But what the business needs is freedom to just stretch without expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think there's some opportunity for that. That feels good. Love it. Love it. Anything else around what it would look like for the business to move and breathe? Well, I am planning a half day virtual retreat for four Mm -hmm. to six people in August. Mm -hmm. And that is really flexible. There's movement, there's breath, there's, there's laser coaching, but it's, it's a half day. It's not, it doesn't feel like high stakes. It's an invitation to come in and experience. And that feels like the business can take a breath and serve. Love it. It's also stretchy and networky at the same time. Yeah. Right. Great. Great. This last piece, you talked about a sense of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the business really had a sense of being accepted for who it is and where it's at right now, what would that look like? Oh gosh. So there's acceptance around being fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and trying things mm-hmm. like we're, mm-hmm. I'm really in partnership with this business, trying out all kinds of things. And so the acceptance is, you don't know what's going on and that's okay. Kind of, you know, like, let's, Try, let's see, without the expectation of whatever success I might have in my head, and then not accepting my business because it didn't work. Yes, right. So, separating the business from the strategy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I'm going to, I know you're in the middle of client surge and you already got a client, so this is not going to happen. I'm I'm not even going to put it out there. I'm going to say something different. Let's pretend you decide, oh, I'm going to take, I'm going to go all in on TikTok, right? And you make a couple of ticks and a couple of talks and you realize, I don't like this. It's not getting reached. It really isn't working. Separating that, the way you evaluate a strategy from what it means about the business. Yes. Right. This action I took didn't feel aligned, didn't create the results I wanted, which is by no means a reflection of the business's potential or even where the business is at right now. Yes. Okay. What would that look like in practice for you? I'm almost envisioning, Darcy, a daily or weekly ritual around, I'm speaking your language, around an acceptance practice with the business. So what would that look like for you? Yeah. I, that's so funny because ceremony was in my mind when you just brought Mm. that up. And I think acceptance, an acceptance practice is being open to what we learned today Mm -hmm. and being open you know, having, having my direction, but no matter what happens, the business is good. Yeah. And that's, that's the, the, the ritual would be because I do my morning, you know, yoga meditation. And, and so I feel a, a mantra coming that would support that morning, you know, cause I don't want to do an extra thing, but I'll just incorporate that into my morning practice and that that ritual of acceptance for my business no matter what mm. Mm. it's beautiful okay interior de- I'm just taking a few notes here so here's where we're at so far and now we're gonna make things even more concrete but I asked you a version of the question how do you want to relate to your business right? We want to make, what's the end game here? We want to make this more concrete. Okay, fine. But how do you want to relate to your business as that's happening? Uh, What does your business want to be? Mm -hmm. And we gave your business a voice. Community became really important. Movement and breath became really important. And acceptance became really important. Understanding those needs We identified actions that you can take to 
sow and nurture those seeds. So bringing community inside of your business, whether it's air quotes here, time or not, you need more help inside the business so that the business experiences community. Really stretching the business through networking that is less strategic and more about being out there and being connected and seeing what feels good. It doesn't mean you can't also have strategic networking, but that's not that's not what we're talking about here. I then I wrote down body work events with the community. So creating a space without expectation for the business to stretch in the presence of others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, you've got a, a daily practice in place. So we're just going to add in an acceptance mantra into that daily practice so that you can re- remember and stay connected to the truth, which is this is a brand new baby business that's, to use your words, that's good no matter what. The business is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How does all of that feel for you? Amazing. It feels like, because <clears throat> I'm so strategic and I'm mm-hmm. such a doer and, you know, I'm like, and this and this, and I can see the big picture and we have to do this and this and this. And this. And to be able to just give some, take a deep breath, the business can take a deep breath and stretch and experience. Ah, uh, yeah. And and me being in that, and <clears throat> I know I work better when I'm surrounded by smart people. Like my yeah. smartness goes up. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and so that community for the business is also for me because then I'm able to be more of, more of my amazingness, it like amps up. Yes, brilliant. Okay, so let's look at the other side of this coin. We're painting the picture of the experience the business will have as you're doing the hard work, right, and moving the needle. Where are we headed? You mentioned this before we started recording that you just felt like, oh, I don't know that I have a clear picture of the results I'm aiming toward. I have an idea of steps to take, but what's the bigger picture? So let's see if we can create a more concrete picture of the the finish line, right? Or for this phase of the race. Right. Okay? Yep. Okay. So I think this episode's going to drop sometime in September, but today as we're recording is July 19th, 2023. Let's imagine it's July 19th, 2024. And you and I, this question is going to sound super familiar to you. (laughs) You and I are celebrating. Okay. What concrete results would you like to celebrate in your business? And I'm going to break this into categories. Mm -hmm. Okay. When it comes to your mailing list, what, what do you want to celebrate when it comes to your mailing list a year from today? A year from today, I would love to have. 2,500 people on my mailing list. Great. 2,500 subscribers. Yeah. On a scale of one to five, how possible does that feel? I'm at a four. Great. Great. If you were at a one, we'd talk about it. Four, that's like 51% believable. You're going to take action. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll take action. Great. Yep. Great. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. Okay, it's a year from now and you and I are celebrating. And this time we're celebrating the community that you've built of paying clients. 
Okay. What do you want to be celebrating a year from now when it comes to paying clients? Well, I've kind of done the math. I would have, let's see, let me think, because that feels restrictive. So when it comes to paying clients, I am offering a VIP day quarterly. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm, I have the half day retreat quarterly. Mm-hmm. I've got seven to 12 one-on-one clients consistently. Yeah, that's kind of, I think that's in terms of my coaching world, my yeah. serving world. Got it. So four VIP days a year, mm-hmm. four virtual rece- retreats. What is a full air quotes again, retreat look like? How many bodies are there? There's like four to six, right? Okay, great. Yeah, because there's coaching. So I don't want to make everyone sit around all day long watching other people being coached. Yeah, great, great. So four to six people coming together four times a year for a virtual retreat. Then we've got seven to 12. Once you, you'll know what full looks like for sure when you get there. Yeah. And it is somewhere between seven and 12. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially for the type of work that you do, right? You hold a deeper container than even someone like me, right? Where a lot of my coaching is, it's like 80% strategy, 20% inner work. Okay. So seven to 12, one-on-one clients and the rooted knowledge that you know exactly how to bring in the next one with ease. Yes. Yes. And so that's that's a piece that's kind of the mystery for me. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about lead generation, nurturing, not really understanding either one of those things very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then how how to be able to have people kind of queued up and ready to go. Yeah. That is fuzzy. Great. Good. It should be because your business, for all intents and purposes, you've been doing this work for a long time, but your business is 90 days old, right? Correct. So would it be helpful if I painted the bigger picture for you? Yes. Okay. Great. And this is my version of the picture. So yours might look different, but inside the hive, when you're going course by course, module by module, step by step, especially when the phase you're in is client search, it can feel unclear. So here's what it is meant to look like. You spend your first 90 days getting really confident about your dream client power statement right? Which you, you've ticked that box, getting really clear on your prices and offers, and then moving, testing all of that through the client surge process. Client surge relies very heavily on your own personal invitations, but even more heavily on referral marketing. That never feels totally rock solid because whether it's true or not, there's a part of us that feels like at some point, my referrals are going to run out, right? I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but it's like, what's next, right? But the reason we surge is so that we know, ah, my message is clear enough that people actually know how to send me referrals. My message is clear enough that the right people are stepping forward. I know how to sell with confidence and integrity because people are hiring me and paying me. So that's the phase that you're in. It's really the... It's, it's what it looks like. You hear me say this in the hive when we take it to the streets, right? We've done all of this prep work and now it's like those, <laughs> this is not a, an uplifting analogy, but you know, those people on the corner with the sign that says like open house apartments for rent and they're waving the sign, doing all the tricks with the sign. That's client search, yeah, right? Totally. Over <laughs> yeah. this way. Over this way. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. And we don't want to live there forever. It's exhausting, right? But it is a very clarifying process and it you know your proof. It brings in clients. Yeah. Right. So now we know that the foundation around the message is clear enough that we can move into broadening our reach. This is the lead gen and nurturing piece. Okay. So there's content waiting for you to teach you how to do this, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna tell you now. All right, so I know I can enroll leads who come in. 
I know when and if I need to, I can request more referrals. Like I've proven that all of that works. Now the goal is to set your business up to not need referrals or even better for referrals to come almost by accident, right? So we do that with a consistent content marketing strategy that is deeply rooted in your stance. And the way we communicate your stance is through inside the hive, what we call your catchy catchphrases, Mm -hmm. right? So if your dream client had to hold five to seven truths in their mind that set them up to be ready for this work and successful in the work, what are those truths? What are the rules we're writing for them, right? Yeah. And then through your consistent content marketing strategy, you're sending emails to your slowly but steadily growing list, reinforcing your stance and these truths. You're also putting out into the world, right, the same messaging through social media, posting three to five times a week. All right. So we start doing that. We start to notice who's noticing, right? What messages are getting the most traction and just being with ourselves as we're more public than we've ever been in our business before. Okay. Then we get into list building and the goal is two to three subscribers every single day, right? And we've got all those lazy list building strategies for it to feel vulnerable. I'm just going to be really honest with you, but relatively easy once you're in the flow. Mm -hmm. So this mailing list of 50 people becomes 62, right? And then it's 75. And pretty soon you've got more than 100 people subscribing to your mailing list. Their experience is one of feeling nurtured because of your consistency in your message and in the rhythm of how you communicate with them. So this idea, I'm using air quotes here, like how do we nurture people? Through consistency. That's what nurturing looks like. Okay. Does so far so good? Good. Yeah, I'm right okay. with you. Okay. And is it feeling a little bit more concrete? It is. Yes. Okay. So here's the cool thing that happens because you're so clear on your stance and these core pieces of your message. People are coming into your world. They're aligned because your message is so clear. Misaligned people just walk right on by, which is what we want. (laughs) And now they're consistently hearing from you. And it's different versions in a way of the same core message. The thing that is most important for them to know. So now it's a bit of a numbers game, right? So if you've got 100 people on your mailing list, you could fire off three or four invitation emails into a sales call with you, which you've already proven that you know how to do well through client surge, and you'll get two or three clients, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, now I'm starting to feel like I can trust where my next client is going to come from. And it's not out of thin air. It's from the community that I am still establishing. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And then as the community grows, now you've got 500 people on your list and you're starting to realize, oh, I don't even have to send an invitation out. People are starting to reply to my weekly email asking me, how can I get more of this? Make sense? And you've been working with your private clients long enough that the people in their life start to say, what the hell is happening for you? Like, why is your life so great? (laughs) And then your clients organically and naturally send you referrals. So it starts from the outside looking in, it looks a little bit accidental and a lot like luck, but it's totally strategic, built on consistency and this rock solid message. Yes. And then it just continues to amplify, Darcy. So now you've got 1,200 people on your list. And so much, and your client roster has been full long enough. You've got a wait list and you're thinking, how am I going to serve the people who need to be served? And that's when you know you're ready to scale with a larger group program. Okay. So it's not as, sometimes when I think about strategy, I picture a group of people dressed in dark colors gathered around the table (laughs) with Excel spreadsheets everywhere, right? (laughs) Sure, right? We could get into funnels, right? But if we're taking your business past the six-figure mark Mm -hmm. and really taking you from, I really want to do this to, wow, I'm doing this and it's real, we don't need Excel spreadsheets quite yet. 
right? Yeah. We don't need quite that much strategy. What we need is consistency. Now, there's tons of strategy built in, but it's if it's organic, right? It feels more natural. Yeah. It doesn't require a lot of brain power. Yeah. The strategy feels very uh it like there's progression, right? You can't yeah. you can't right. do that strategy over there until we've got this kind of laid down and we're moving. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so where coaches, newer coaches uh, get in their own way is, and I'm not going to call it patience because patience is very passive, right? I, my experience of being patient is the a great metaphor is waiting in the waiting room at the dentist office right? I'm stuck with outdated Us Weekly magazines and me sitting in a chair waiting for my name to be called. I have no agency. I guess I could leave if I wanted to, but it's time to get my teeth cleaned. Yeah. Right? yeah. So that's patience. It's, it's, that is not the quality that's most important. It's self-trust. Mm. Because when you trust your, I'm not even going to say self-trust, it's trust in your business. Yeah. I'm feeling right? that in this conversation. Like, yeah. I trust myself. I also, my business needs me to trust it. Yes. Yes. So we trust the business enough to show up and post on Instagram, right? To show up and repurpose an email we wrote three months ago because we just don't have it in us today to write another one, but we're going to send it because that's the agreement we made with our business. Yes. And when the deeper that self-trust becomes, the more willing we are, the more easily we're able to be consistent. And it's that consistency that reveals truly what's working and what needs to be shifted. So now we get to tinker along the way. And before you know it, you have a real life six-figure business on your hands. And the clients you serve, you see their lives transforming before your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I just talked for 25 minutes, but I'd love to just hear from you because the question was, you you felt foggy when I said seven to 12 consistent clients and this rooted knowledge that you know how to bring in the next one. You said, that's the part where I feel foggy. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about after hearing my speech, I'll step down off of the soapbox here. Uh, how are you feeling around that nebulous picture? I feel I feel better because I mm-hmm. I'm, I'm recognizing that there's there's things that have to happen in order for that lead generation nurture flow to actually be there to do right. So client surge is helping set me up for that because without this process that I'm going through right now, it's a big mystery. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, I don't know. I, you know, I can in my head, you know, that's where mindset work can kind of make me a little crazy um, in terms mm-hmm. of bypassing some work that needs to be done in order for mindset shift to actually take place. Cause I can't just sit here and be like, bring me seven clients. You know, it's <laughs> not going to mm-hmm. work. But that, along with the path that you have us set on and trusting my business and trusting myself, I feel like, oh, okay, after you describe that, I see, I see how my, my, I'm making connections. I see how I'm coaching people and their lives are changing and they're talking about it. I see how I can build my list because I'm going to have catchy catchphrases and I'm going to nurture people. Like, I think what you helped me, I'm kind of seeing like, the Wizard of Oz and the, the Golden Brick Road in terms of it's this wandering path up to Emerald City. And I don't have to know all the the adventures that I'm going to get in along the way, but there's that path and I know that I'm going to get there. And yes. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm feeling. Does that make sense? It really does. Okay. Yes. The thing that I most heard that I want to just underscore Mindset work is not a thing we do separate from the other tasks in our business. 
right? You don't have to go out to the desert to meditate in order to get your mindset work done. And the more we can integrate this mindset of acceptance, community, movement, and breath into filling out your client surge scorecard, right? Into the mundane, tedious, bullshit stuff that we just have to do as we market our business. When we can infuse our mindset into that stuff, that stuff becomes less bullshit, first of all. And secondly, now you've got integration and that is the key. You don't go and do your mindset and then go and work on your business separately. Yes. And that is like, I I am just a dog with a bone on that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But the other thing that came to me as you were saying that, you know, like doing the little things, they become what came to me as you were saying that an act of love, Mm. you know, filling out the surge card and sharing it with the hive is an act of love for the business, for my community. And it's not like that thing I have to do, which is different. Yes, Darcy. Okay. So it's July 19th, 2024. We're celebrating. You've got 2,500 subscribers and you're laughing a little because you thought, I remember when I didn't know how that was going to happen. And now it's a routine that feels pretty automatic. You have four VIP days a year. They seem to come just beautifully every quarter, not on accident, but because of your consistent action and because you're putting those invitations out in the world. You're filling your retreat every quarter with four to six very lucky humans. You've got a full roster of one-on-one clients, all of whom are experiencing their own transformations. So the power of coaching is just being reflected back to you. And that doesn't mean your business is any better a year from now than it is today, but it is really fulfilling to be able to to touch the transformation that you've helped people create for themselves. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, you described it really well. So does that future picture feel clear enough to tick the box of of, what we talked about before we started recording, which was this realization that you know what the steps are, but you're not quite sure where the steps are leading you? Does the Emerald City look more clear to you now? It does. The only thing that is still a little fuzzy for me is Mm -hmm. the internal community that I want to build to get help and, yeah, and raise the energy, raise the aliveness and the um, creativity and smartness. Mm -hmm. That's a word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So going back to hiring someone so that your your business has a community within it, what are the qualities? We're not going to talk about tasks first. Okay. What are the qualities that this person needs to possess in order to really nurture this sense of community inside the business? Okay, the qualities would be curious. And, you know, I hate this. I don't know how else to say this, but attention to detail, Mm -hmm. follow through, really like I'm, I'm a team person. So someone who's up for the weekly team call and doesn't mind me like pinging in once in a while and checking Mm -hmm. how are things going, you know, somebody who as I work with onboarding clients and really expanding my business, someone, I want somebody on my team who's very engaged or aware around diversity, equity, inclusion. Like that would be mm-hmm. high, that's a high level important thing for me. Um, yep. And someone who has ideas, someone, I think that's where, that's that's the part that I really need the most is I can only have so many ideas by myself, but someone who's, you know, we can talk about, we can talk about strategy. We can talk about ways in which we can support clients better. You know, maybe, yeah, some just the creativity, brainstorming, and then implementing piece. 
Love it. Okay. Great. So what I heard, I like to call that creative intelligence. Yes. Right? Because it's not just brainstorming ideas and being imaginative, but it's really understanding who the audience is and what the business goals are and being able to, I'll make this even more concrete, move through lazy list building with you and say, ooh, this strategy is great. What if we added in X? Yes. Right? Okay. Yep. Okay. So when it comes to expanding the team, even before I get clear on the the tasks, I want to get clear on the qualities. And here's why. Inside of my business, I honestly can't think of a thing that is done that is not learnable or trainable, right? It's really hard to teach someone how to value community. That's a quality that someone that some people possess naturally and others do not, right? So when I'm clear on the qualities first, then I take a look at the tasks. We got there in this conversation. And what I heard you say was it would be great to have someone on the team who can help you take ideas from start to finish create a container for you to breathe into the business, right? Make the strategies you're learning your own and then take that ball and run with it. Yes. That's great. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Yeah. One piece of feedback, you talked about DEI being a value for you. You also mentioned this would be someone who would be up for a weekly team meeting. Yeah. So another quality or characteristic you're going to want to look for is someone who has a core value of either connection or community or belonging. Someone with that core value is going to love showing up to a meeting. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. So now that we're clear on the qualities... If you had to identify a task or tasks that this person will lead, what are those tasks? Gosh, that is such a hard question for me right now. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is social media. Mm-hmm. But I'm almost seeing two separate positions right or two two mm-hmm. roles like one person could take social media and that could be one thing and then the other person like this other position that we're talking about or the other role would be I mean honestly I think I'm kind of stumped because I do it all mm-hmm. yes okay this is this could be too nebulous right but if we just hired based on the conversation that we had today. This is a hire that's less about, here's the to-do list I need to get off my plate, and more about creating community Mm. inside of the company and, and being, this might be too strong of a word, but being like a lifeline for you Yeah. as the business is growing. So I wrote down, and this is, you can't use this. This is not a real job title, <laughs> but like a next level specialist. And their job would be to lead up a quarterly initiative built straight out of the Hive curriculum. So for example, you're about to move into content confidence. Mm-hmm. So for, for the next quarter, you and your team member, the goal is in the next 90 days, content confidence is rock solid. We've been implementing it long enough that we now have data to be able to see where do we improve things. And this person's job is to improve the things. Yes. So that's where the the weekly meetings come in. They're just tracking with you on the strategies that are being implemented and they're able to up level. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it. I mean, that's, and when I've worked in teams and I've led teams we level up. We're just like, like, oh, this we could do this, and we could do this, and we can do this, and we figure out what we're doing. We put the plan together, and we implement. And yes. I miss that. I think that's what yeah. I'm missing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just the energy that comes from that level of care. Yeah, right? and that that level of commitment and work. Yep. Okay. Cool. Oh, this feels good. 
Yay! Yay. <laughs> it feels Ooh. far away, but it also feels like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now, which makes me feel more settled. Yes. Yeah. And for me, the sense I have is the distance feels almost irrelevant now that the picture is much more clear. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So we started this conversation just really taking a look at how do we get more clear about where it is you're heading? And I can't even remember what how we led to this. Oh, I asked about your clients, right? And they feel, or I asked why you do the work that you do. That yes. was the question. Yes. And it's about, for you, unconditional positive regard for others. So we took that why and then applied it to your business. And out of that, we got really clear on the needs the business has. We've got steps to take in order to fulfill those needs for the business. Then we got a little bit more concrete about what a year from now actually looks like and had this rather long conversation about how you get there, right? Like what is the strategy to nurture and convert actually? Uh And then bringing it back to where we started. The first idea you had was community and bringing someone onto the team. And now we've begun that conversation and begun to get clear on what this role is. Yeah. Nice work, Darcy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I think, like I shared with you before we got on, I was like, I'm going to be one of those people that gets on the call and says, I'm your impossible client. (laughs) I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. Well done. Well done. (laughs) Some of my favorite coaching sessions, maybe you can relate to this. Some of my favorite coaching sessions are when the client shows up and says, I almost canceled because I I really don't know what we're going to talk about today. And I'm like, oh, really? (gasps) Okay. We will see about that. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I want to just direct this to our listeners. If you do not subscribe to the show, please take a moment and subscribe now. And the place I would recommend starting, if you want, if you're inspired by this conversation with Darcy, is to just ask yourself, why do I do the work that I do? Right? There's a reason. And then you can apply that why to your business right? How do I show up for my business in the same way that I love showing up for my clients? And then see where the conversation takes you from there. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now, and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.